Fiona. Hey, Jill. How are you this rainy day? I'm doing well, thank you. And you, you're everything's good? Everything's good here. We're just enjoying the rain. There's a lot of camellias here, and they're all out and all their different shades of pink, and they're so pretty. And we had an idea of talking about travel today. You've done a huge amount of travel, and I've done quite a lot. And we thought it might be a good idea to just to chat about how do you travel easily, or I think you, you called it lightly. Uh, I like to travel. I like to travel, consider travel lightly. I've done, a, like you, I've done a lot of traveling. Um, the first, when I was 18 years old and I moved to Europe and I had trunks, I, it was like my whole life was going with me. And over the years, I've learned to travel so lightly, um, which adds a lot of freedom in, in movement and also a lot of allows one to be far more flexible when things go awry. You know, things go amiss, things happen, uh, you, you lose flight, you lose your uh, baggage that's delayed by several days, whatever. There's just such bliss in traveling with just a few things and knowing how to pack them well and what to pack them in. So I'm down now to a, a bag that's... Uh, well, except for when I'm airlifted out of some place when I just have a bag, a tiny, like a handbag. Um, but so when I travel, I have a bag that's, that's on rollers, but it's also a backpack, and which is wonderful because I can just put it on my back and run if I have to run, which in several places in South America... In Central America, I've had some times where I've had to just go quickly. And uh, I want my hands, I I need my hands and my arms. So, um, so I, you know, I've learned how to think about what it is I'm going to need to pack uh, that I can throw on my back. What about you? Um, well, could you just share, before we go to me, I wanted to share a funny story, but can you share about some of the things you do pack? Oh, sure. Um, so, first of all, I pack, um, I pack my toothpaste, my toothbrush, and some travel soap, and sometimes the travel soap uh, is a shampoo as well. Um, I pack um, an undershirt and a couple of pairs of panties, a couple of undershirts that can be used as pajamas, you know, Uh, two shirts and one skirt with elastic waist and one pair of trousers. That is great. It's always great to know what people pack. I mean, um, you know, everybody's different. And uh, I had a very funny story in the sense when I was 21, I was I traveled uh, to South Africa and then um, through the Middle East to um, to England. And I, I thought that I was going to be there a long time. So I bought a whole trunk. 
and it was not on rollers. And I got to England, managed to get it, you know, out of the airport and into the subway system because I had to take that to where my aunt was. And I was so hot. I was trying to pull this huge trunk through the subway system, underground system in England. And I got so hot and so smelly pulling all of that trunk that oh, I, I did get mad. But it was like hilarious. I, I, I wasn't funny at the time, but thinking back on it, I did get a, a man, a very friendly man who kindly bought it to the train for me. And then when I got to my great aunt, I... Um, I I got a backpack and I packed just one extra change of clothes. So I some extra underwear and socks. But and similar to your hairbrush, which is essential with my hair, and um, you know toothpaste and toothbrush. But and what I would do is when I was traveling through Europe, I was I got a URL pass and I spent three months traveling through Europe. And what I would do is I would go to every so often when I needed to, I'd go to a laundromat. I had mm-hmm. a beautiful big trench coat. I'd take everything off under the trench coat. I'd throw everything into the washing machines. <laughs> and then when it finished, I'd put on one of the outfits and pack the other one in my bag. Now, that's not suitable, really, for people to do. I, I, your idea is, is far better. But for a 21-year-old who'd never traveled before, this is my introduction to travel. Well, I know I I I think for those who uh, are younger, um, I used to like a soft um, linen or hemp bag. I had a backpack that was made out of hemp, uh, which was wonderful because it was soft and you you can fill it with more things. But the, one of the things that my father taught me, having been in the navy, is he taught me how to fold clothes, which is not folding, it's rolling them, Mm. because then they don't crinkle so much, and you can get so many more things in your bag if you need to, but it was just one change of clothes, and wherever I was staying, I would wash that night, I would wash it in the sink, if there was a sink, I'd wash the clothes I wore that day, and hang Mm. them up overnight, and uh, they'd be dry, I'd put the fresh clothes on, and and, uh, so we don't need that much. Uh, no. But I would always say a few other little things that I, when I traveled lightly, uh, because, and when I think of traveling lightly, I think of traveling to more places than just one place and staying in a hotel. It means you're constantly on the go. There was, uh, I would always remember to take some string. String is very good. You never know what you might need the string for. So I travel with string. Um, I would travel with um, bubbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, bubbles. Bubbles are good if you have to pass the time and there are kids around. Um, and you can have a lot of fun with bubbles. Uh, and you cheer people up with bubbles if things get, you know. So I always had a little bottle of bubbles. Um, I String is another one. Um, charcoal tablets in case I got sick. Um, you know, tummy bug somewhere. I would get uh, charcoal tablets. I'd travel with that. And um, what else? Was I trying to think of what else. 
I used to travel with. Oh, a little uh, sewing kit. Now, I did travel once because a lot of times I travel with elders, indigenous elders, and one of the things that the women wear is skirts in many indigenous cultures rather than pants. And that's the correct way to dress. So I bought a skirt and it had an elastic waist. And um, the the elastic broke on it. So after that, uh, I always travel with a little sewing kit, a tiny little sewing kit, but enough elastic to go around my waist. And I have been in a place where I needed, I bought a piece of material from somebody selling it on the street. I had my elastic and I had my tiny sewing kit and I made a skirt. And wow. so I, was, I, I know. So a tiny sewing kit um, some string and the string comes in so handy and it'll be string uh, that can hold a bit, you know, I I don't mean rope. It's string. Um, You can put a line, um, a line up wherever you are to hang your clothes on or to put your clothes on. You can use it to fold something up. You can use it to tie something that you need to tie. So string is good. A little sewing kit. Um, I would bring um, a little medical uh, case that I would have some uh, vitamin C, the charcoal tablets, um, and a collapsible water cup. I always would take a small towel, too, because sometimes if you get to a place, or even some, uh, when I was traveling, I was traveling in youth hostels or, you know, pensions or whatever. Um, and even later when I was traveling, like in India, sometimes you don't get the best towels. So I would always take a small, like a hand towel. You could still use it for washing, I mean, drying yourself. The other thing I would always take was tweezers, because once I got a... Um, a little thing in my a little piece of metal from something in my thumb and I couldn't get it out and I didn't have tweezers and it was hard to get to you know it was in a country I can't remember where but I couldn't get get to a place to get tweezers so I think tweezers are really helpful because if you do get a little something in your thumb or your finger it's very important to have tweezers to get to get it out excellent Um, if you get tweezers put it in your little sewing kit so it's all together. Yes, that's a great idea. And something that I've always traveled with and I still do is I travel with something called Garlinase, G-A-R-L-I-N-A-I-S-E. And um, I take that if I eat any food at um, at an airport because I remember we were standing in a line to get on a plane and these two guys coming from Asia somewhere, they said, we got through the whole of our trip on Asia, which was like three or four months. We never got sick, but we ate at the airport and we got sick. And oh, poor yeah. guys, and I, so if I eat anything at an airport, if I eat anything when I'm out and about, I take a garlanase. It's, it's a special form of garlic that will kill bacteria. 
And I find that, um, you know, you have to be okay with garlic and some sulfur because there's sulfur and garlic naturally. But I find that that has kept me, you know, once I learned of it, um, before that I used to use grapeseed extract. And I would put it, um, if I was traveling in India, sometimes I'd put it under my nails because sometimes you get infections under your nails. Um, So at night I'd just put it there. That's a really good point. Um, I remember I was in Belize, and at one point I had nice, uh, my nails looked really nice, uh, you know, uh, and evenly, I I don't go for manicures, but they were uh, a nice length, a really nice length, and I never never got them all to be the same length. But I was in Belize, and there they were. And I ran into this Belizean guy called Elvis, you know, walking the beach. And he looked at me and he said, I like your nails, but, you know, long nails pick up bacteria. So when you travel, you should cut your nails short. I thought, oh, brilliant. So I, I've been doing that a lot. Uh, and since the COVID and the pandemic, I've really kept my nails short now. Uh, that's good to think of when you're traveling to places where uh, your body is not hasn't built up an immune uh, and what do you call it immunity to uh, some of the various bacteria diseases you can pick up so keep your nails short and, and your toenails too as well Absolutely. And uh, I know traveling through Honduras, um, they did a really interesting thing in in one of the islands in Honduras where uh, you could buy, you know, a plastic bottle of water, but you that's the water you carry with you every day. And you go to the recycling center where they would fill up with fresh water your hmm. your plastic bottles so that you're not throwing your bottles away. So that was nice. I would always have some water with me. And uh, traveling through the Sahara for six weeks, carrying a five-gallon jug of water in that heat, uh, you know, was, was a, a lot. Well, wow, that's you huge. Didn't have water everywhere you went. You had to carry it with you. Yeah. Um, so, Jill, what do you do? You know, one of the things that happens to a lot of people is they have a really hard time. It's happening. It's always happened, but it's happening a little more now. It's like, you know, when the when the planes get delayed or cancelled, and you're somewhere, just stuck somewhere. It could be in the middle of the country. It could be. Um, anywhere and sometimes the you know the airlines will put you off and sometimes they won't if it's like a storm or something like that um, an act of nature what what is your key what is your key to remaining you know easy and relaxed when you get delays and cancellations there's nothing you can do about it there's absolutely nothing you can do about it um, you, uh, so it I to fight off my instant irritation uh, I try to find a way, and nowadays it's much easier with uh, the internet uh, than when I was tra- did a lot of my traveling. But it was letting somebody know that 
something had been delayed, if I was being picked up or if I was planning on going somewhere. But there's really not a lot. It's out of your hands. Sorry. You know, there's nothing you can do about it if it's out of your hands. Um, you're absolutely right in that, you know, it, it, when it's out of our hands, hands, we can do one of a few things. One is get really annoyed and get angry at someone. Or the other thing is, you know, take action, see what you can change, do what you got to do, and then accept it. That's why I bring bubbles with me. And uh, <laughs> I remember one time traveling through um, Mexico by bus and train. Uh, I I brought a string, like I said, string, and I would play cat's cradle cat's cradle i would do i could use it as a cat toy to to play with animals that were what do you call them um feral feral cats or dogs or something uh i play with the children i do the cat's cradle and sometimes i would knit or i'd crochet um so i would take like one ball of wool or whatever and a crochet hook or uh, knitting needles and I would make a variety of things and once I've made it I would take it apart and then the next time it happened I'd make something else and the other thing that I love doing is I had this little travel tin of watercolor paint with one brush and I had um, bought um, postcards watercolor paper the size of postcards or you just cut it up to the size that you want so it weighs nothing and it can slip into your back pocket and wherever I was if I was having a meal somewhere or sitting somewhere uh, I would I would do a little painting of where I sat and I'd leave it on the table for somebody or I'd leave it on the bed that I slept in as a gift for the person whose room it was that I was staying or the next person uh, I remember one time sitting having a piece of chicken in a bar somewhere and so I painted the bar I mean I just did a painting of the bar and all the different kinds of bottles that were on there and then left that uh, and everybody loved it people would chase me oh I love that thank you so much that was and it's fun you could do it with just it's a pencil fun. and a piece of paper Drawing something. That's a great, great idea. I always traveled with a book that was in a small book of some kind, <clears throat> like a paperback, so that if I was stuck, mm-hmm. I would do that. I mean, you get used to accepting. I, I can remember several times um, just rolling my backpack up, um, twisting it through my arm and putting my head on it to, to sleep. Yeah. My jacket over me and the floor in an airport. And you just have to accept um, that's why it's good, like Jill said, to take something with you, uh, no matter where you're traveling. I remember I was stuck two days in I can't remember, Tennessee, I think. It was just some kind of a storm. And, um, you know, you've got your book, you read it. And here you can buy another one. Overseas, sometimes you can't buy an English book. But you can always read it over again, I guess, or write your own in your head. But um, it, it's a matter of, I guess, the key for all of this is acceptance. If you accept yeah. it, it's going and to be, be easier than if you fight it. And be flexible in that. Um, the best book I ever 
ever, my favorite book of all time, I found in a secondhand bookstore. And it was a paperback. And, uh, and it was a bit thick. But I, I said, well, you know, it's going to be a long trip. It could be. And it was just the most wonderful book. And it just had me enthralled. So that was, that was good. But also, um, I remember being uh, in Paris. And along the stand, there are all these booksellers out in the street. And I would say to myself, I'm looking for a book. Now, what is the book I'm meant to read today? And it would have to be an English book for me to really thoroughly enjoy it, not a French book or Spanish or German. Um, but I'd, I'd take a, a sense of adventure with it. Like, what am I meant? What does the universe want me to read today? Let's pour through the bookstores and see what I'm meant to be reading today. Well, we can really research some fun things on our forum if we've got a battery power. My parents were strolling through in Paris the bookstores one afternoon and they found a, a paperback penguin book with my portrait on it. And someone wow. had taken a, uh, there was a photograph of me, I think, in the old days in Vogue magazine and this person had seen the photograph and done a portrait of it. Um, wow. And there my parents found it and, and then contacted the artist who sent my parents the portrait of the picture. Yeah, okay. yeah I've got that somewhere. All a sense of adventure. If we're traveling a lot, we have to accept that it's not, it's traveling is a sense of adventure. It's not being one place or the other. Yes, that's a big deal. And also, remembering if you suspend um, anger at the people who are who are behind the desk or the people in the you know the the yeah. um, anybody like because it's very easy to get angry when you're frustrated at things being stuck or not going as smoothly as you like. And you remember mm -hmm. those people are just there to serve to help. And if we can say in compassion and kindness, everything goes so much more smooth. And it goes down the down the right the lane because if you're angry with the person, she's he he or she's going to be annoyed with the next person and and so forth. So if we remember kindness and compassion when we travel, um, it's really yeah, exactly, helpful. and that'll go a long way to to making your trip a lot better. I, I know if things. Uh, get challenging, I can always say to somebody, instead of shouting at them, um, oh, this must be so awful for you, I'm so sorry. Um, I wonder if you could help me. Is there, could, you, could, could you help me with this one thing? But mm -hmm. ask for help. Appreciate that they're having a hard time. I mean, even on a regular day-to-day -day basis, because sometimes the stress level gets so high, I'll always say, um, and I always, when they say, you've reached something, this is so-and-so speaking, I always listen for the name. And then I say, hi, Eloise, this is Jill. And I wonder if you could help me. There's something I, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit confused. Can you help me with this? And people will always, always help you with that when you come to them with, the, with that. You know, could you help me with this? I need some help. That is so cool. Well, we have been talking about um, 
easy tra- easier travel and traveling light because it makes oftentimes the actual travel is the hardest part of a journey and uh, we've had a few ideas here that might be helpful and maybe we'll do another one to add a few more ideas to this travel show and this is Earth Tribe Radio www.earthtriberadio.com your home on planet earth 